0: It's Madison the Black Eagle and here's a highlight from today's show. Dr. Uh, Griffin Rogers, thank you so much for being on the Madison show. For the, for my audience, uh, Dr. Rogers, he he serves as the director of the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Disease. Been in that position for quite a while since 2007. And I, I I really appreciate this. We're going to take a break from our usual political discussions, but um, th- my audience really appreciates when we talk about this and and educate them. I'm going to start. You know, I think I read somewhere that nine out of ten people aren't aware that they're that they're suffering from kidney disease. Is is that accurate?
1: That's absolutely right. And first, let me say it's a pleasure to be back on your show. That's right. Uh, chronic kidney disease is what's considered to be a silent disease, and that is most time it manifests no symptoms until it's too late, until about the time your kidneys are about to fail. Uh, and because of that, um, there is such a level, a high level of unawareness of the disease. Uh, Of course, if you have a disease that is progressive, like chronic kidney disease, the sooner you know it, the sooner you can begin specific therapy to slow the progression of it. And that's the good news, and that's what we'd like to share with your listeners uh, during uh, the, the upcoming month of March, which is National Kidney Awareness Month.
0: Now I, you know, I I have I do my physicals. I go in for my physicals. My my primary care physician, he 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 takes <clears throat> a blood sample, which by, mm-hmm. basically he gets back with me, and then it tells him, and then he tells me how my kidneys are functioning. Um, mm-hmm. Explain that to to me in just average everyday language. Uh, is that one sure. of the ways to test how your kidneys are functioning?
1: Absolutely. So your kidneys, of course, are the most important organ in your body that filters out waste products that your body generates uh, over a twenty four hour period of time. But in addition to filtering out harmful uh, components, it it retains uh, important and substances that are absolutely necessary for your metabolism, like protein, for example. Uh, of course, the kidney is also involved in making sure that it excretes the appropriate amounts of fluids and retains uh, electrolytes. So, what that blood test uh, that your uh, healthcare provider takes every year, uh, I would assume, is a test to determine how well your kidneys are uh, able to do that filtering function, uh, something called the uh, GFR, uh, it, can, it can estimate. The second test uh, is uh, testing your urine. Uh, and when one tests the urine, you can determine whether there's protein in that urine. And protein is something that the kidneys would want to retain.
0: Oh. So if there are
1: high levels of protein
0: okay. in your urine,
1: that means it's not filtering uh, very selectively. And so it's a simple blood test and a urine test that can detect the presence and quantitate the amount of kidney damage that might be present.
0: Why, why do kidneys, uh, well, let me put it this way, why do they fail and is there any way to prevent them from failing? In other words, is there a, way to, keep, is there a way to keep healthy kidneys?
1: Absolutely. Very good question. So first thing you should know is about what are some of the things that are risk factors for kidney disease. Uh, You're more likely to develop chronic kidney disease if you have diabetes, for example. Nearly one in three people with diabetes have chronic kidney disease. The second leading cause in this country of chronic kidney disease is hypertension or high blood pressure. And nearly one in five adults has uh, hypertension. Uh, and uh, you're also at risk if you have heart disease. Now, due to the higher rates of diabetes and high blood pressure among African Americans and Hispanics and American Indians, that's why th- these groups tend to have the greatest risk of chronic kidney disease. So, in terms of how do you how do if you if you have the disease, how do you stop it from progressing? Which is, I think, right. the question you raised. Well right. if you have if it's due to diabetes, managing your underlying diabetes, keeping your blood sugars in a normal range, your hemoglobin A1 c, if you have high blood, uh, high blood pressure, maintaining your blood pressure uh, in a with the goals that you set with your health care professional, and of course, if you have heart disease treating that as well, those are specific things, but there are also general things that one can do. Um, and they include um, obviously uh, trying to p- create a healthy meal plan, um, things that would um, provide your kidney with the nutrition that it needs, but not excessive amounts of salts and, and, and other constituents which could be damaging to your kidney. Maintaining good physical activity, trying to get 30 minutes of exercise uh, in each day, and maintaining a healthy weight. And the third leg of that stool is trying to get um, seven to eight hours of sleep each night. Now, you know, speaking to someone who's on a radio, I know that that's uh, kind of difficult to do, but I certainly want to share that with your listeners that getting appropriate sleep is not only good for your general health, but specifically for your kidney health.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: What happens if um, if you find yourself uh, up at night, uh, urinating a lot, and and I bring that up because uh, to be quite candid, and I'll share this with my audience. Look, I've shared with my audience about prostate cancer, and so yeah, I do it because I can't be the. And I want folks to know we go through the same thing. But I find myself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, during the day I don't seem to have a problem, but at night mm-hmm. it's like three or four times. A night, so the question is what's going on, and why night and not during the day?
1: yeah, well, that may not may or may not be related to your kidney health, more likely it's related to your prostate again that's something else that my have oh, yeah. okay. got
0: you in, the, uh-huh. the the
1: studying of and your prostate uh during during the night will have a tendency to um uh cause your urine that's filling up in the bladder giving you a sense that it's full and that's why you need to get up to to uh you know to relieve yourself and unfortunately it's often sometimes it's not complete relief so you get up another hour later and and have to repeat that if your audience are having those symptoms uh as it sounds like you've been telling them all along
2: mm-hmm. make
1: sure you check in with your your healthcare provider to let them know what kind of symptoms uh, that you you have. There's nothing to be embarrassed about.
0: Right, chronic, right.
1: It, it is a very common condition, and something uh, that attention can be paid for it to, to try to uh, to get things uh, really functioning more normally.
0: And let me let me remind everybody that Dr. Griffin uh, Rod. It's Rogers, correct? Um, correct. Director- of National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Disease uh we're we're a couple of weeks ahead but the what i needed to do this for my audience's sake and that is that black americans are at an increased risk of developing kidney disease over any other other group and he's explained why you know what's also interesting i hate to put it this way but somebody and just a couple of years ago, um, you know, said to me, man, if you want to invest in any kind of medical uh, entity, dialysis, <laughs> is that that it every community, everywhere I go, no matter where I'm, no matter what city I'm in, there are dialysis uh, organ um, businesses all over the country and this this says how prevalent this problem is doesn't it
1: yeah well you know it's interesting i as, as we mentioned uh kidney disease chronic kidney disease is is actually quite prevalent about 37 percent of americans have some degree of of kidney uh, damage uh and that's a greater proportion among african americans but you know, as kidney disease progresses, not everyone with kidney disease will d- develop end-stage kidney disease, meaning that they will either require dialysis or a kidney transplant to survive. Mm-hmm. More likely, you're likely to to, uh, to die of some other complication, such as heart disease, and that's why we want to make sure that people, you know, are aware that they have kidney disease uh, by taking the steps that you mentioned getting your blood tests and your urine tests uh, every year to detect the presence and, and following, fo- finding, uh, following a healthy uh, you know, lifestyle to, uh, to slow the progression. The other thing I would point out, though, is uh, really the second um, thing that I, I wanted to share with your audience is that our institute is leading some cutting-edge research to build better paths for kidney health prevention and treatment and diagnosis. Um, and for a long time, chronic kidney disease and acute kidney injury were thought to be a single disease, but we're now beginning to understand that there are actually multiple different types of chronic kidney disease and acute kidney injury. Uh, and that's now leading us to begin to become a little bit more precise uh, with the treatment of chronic kidney diseases ultimately will lead us to a circumstance in which we'll be able to direct the right drug for the right person at the right time, as opposed to a one size fits
0: all. Oh, uh, okay. Good point. Good
1: and point. So, that's, so that, yeah. that's where we're going with that. The other I thing see. that our institute is, is doing in terms of research uh, is that we're trying to understand better how the kidney functions to see whether we could regenerate those cells in the kidney to allow them to. To restore kidney function for people with chronic kidney disease, and that's really the importance of being involved in uh, in biomedical research, so that as we benefit from what is already learned, we kind of think about ways to make things even better uh, going towards the future.
0: Doctor, let me ask about uh, uh, something that uh, that we always uh, talk about. Uh, and, and it has been for generations that certain kinds of foods will prevent uh kidney disease or, or kidney failures um i i i can't remember all that uh, grandma used to talk about but it, it it i i think was it was beets one of them or and you know it, but there's these i don't i hate to say home remedies but is there certain foods, fruits um, that, uh, that might help prevent kidney disease?
1: Well, not clear whether they prevent, but certainly we know that sticking to certain foods and beverages, uh, such as fresh and frozen fruits and vegetables, whole grains, foods that are lower in sodium, uh, tend to keep the kidneys healthier. Than um, eating uh, a larger amount of processed foods, for example, or foods that have very high sodium uh, uh, content, uh, and certainly a, a registered dietitian or a nutritionalist can uh, tell you about those. Of course, foods that also uh, are, are um, best to uh, treat people who have underlying diabetes or kid or or high blood pressure, um, the nutritionist or dietitian could give you information on that as well. But really, fresh foods and fresh fruits and vegetables are not only good for your your kidneys, but also your your heart as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I suspect some of those vegetables um, that uh, you know grandma taught us all that we should eat more of. Probably fell into that category,
0: I bet, yeah, and what about juicing Cause when i was you know when I was doing my protest and on the hunger strike, I was juicing and mm-hmm. uh, and I was doing you know a lot of the uh green juicing, so it, it does does that help and and then of course, I've heard some people say, yeah, but you you need the fiber, you need the roughage uh mm-hmm. does juicing help?
1: Well, it does. And, you know, again, uh, just as I mentioned uh, earlier about a one-size-fits-all, there are certain things that people may have allergies to. Uh, There are are certain um, um, electrolytes like potassium, which, you know, in certain stages of kidney disease would be good. But if it's, you know, the kidney disease has progressed a little further along, having high levels of potassium may not be cleared very well by the kidney, and a lot, a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables certainly have high levels of, of, mm. uh, of potassium in it. So, right. uh, as I said, it's not—I I can't say absolutely that it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's not good for you. On the other hand, there are certain groups that it would be very good uh, early gotcha. on. It's a gotcha. way of ensuring that you get a lot of uh, fiber as well as fruits and vegetables, in, you know, in one glass. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you know, right, speak right. with your health care provider about okay. that and they would know what your circumstance is and, and what would be good or not.
0: Um, I really thank you. So give me a bottom line as we wrap up, wrap up here. What people who are listening, uh, I can I, 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 I know you, what we're, one thing you're saying, make sure that you have your blood tested and your urine tested by your health care provider. That's no, that would be number one, correct?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Particularly if you fall in that high-risk group, if you have diabetes, if you have, uh, if you have hypertension, if you have a family history of someone that has had kidney disease, because it does tend to run in families, you should be tested. You should ask your, your health care provider, are you testing me and you're testing my kidneys, and if not, why not?
0: Okay. Anything else that you would advise the audience to to do? And sure. Consider?
1: Sure. I would, you know, uh, tell them to, and, and you're hearing this repeatedly. You know, getting enough exercise, make sure you're you're eating healthy, getting enough sleep, and of course, you know, while we have to eat to live, we don't need to smoke to live. And so, if you smoke, please uh, consider quitting smoking. Uh, um, because it really has damaging effects on your blood vessels, particularly in your heart and your kidneys, uh, and that can um, really begin to reverse itself uh, shortly several months after you you stop uh, smoking. If your listeners would like to get more information about anything that we talked about today, they can visit our website at www.niddk.nih.gov, or they can follow us on Twitter or Facebook or, or Instagram at niddk.gov. And uh, thanks for again giving me the opportunity yeah. to speak with you and your listeners about the And I'll get. I'll, I'll make sure area. that this
0: gets on. Yeah, I'll make sure this gets on our social media. We'll put it up immediately.
1: Thank, thank you, you so
0: much. It's good talking with you, and, and, and good luck on the research, and and uh, thank you for taking the time appreciate it
1: always a pleasure uh, have okay. a great day
0: you too uh 18668018255 um you know when we do this i i tell you i there there's there's the there are those who are listening who by the way are so appreciative when we you know when we say we talk about anything and everything Cause I know that. Look, I know that there are people who have had acute kidney failures, and and oftentimes they're listening. They're at a dialysis center, and you know they've got oh God, and they, they you know it's a, and they're listening. They spend their time in that chair, listening to us. Uh, but I and there are those of you who right now, just think what he said. <laughs> Diabetes, we're number one. Heart, we're number one. High blood pressure, we're number one. Now you add up those, then it, it it makes. Now you understand. We might as well add kidney failure to this, and that's why the 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 first thing you got to do is you have to go to your. You've got to be tested. You want to find out what is the what you know where. Where am I? Where am I with this? And, and, and a lot of people, you know what they, the reason a lot of folks don't bother, they don't want any bad news. I, I, I'd rather not know. And that's what ends up killing people. I'd rather not know. That's why men, for example, prostate, I don't want to know. And then you look up and it's too late. Kidney failure. You look up and it's too late. That's why we do these shows. Now you by the way, if you one of these people that have dealt with kidney failure or whatever or that, or you're one of these people, let's take it from the positive. Hey man, let me tell your audience. Hey Joe, let me tell your audience, listen to what the doctor said. Let me tell your audience why. Feel free to call in because our lines are open. This is one of the, this is one of the, um, this is one of the benefits again of having uh, this uh, this platform. Kendall from uh, State of Tennessee, first time caller. Thank you. See, I'm calling about the
2: uh, chronic kidney disease. Uh, I suffer from that due to sleep apnea and it was discovered um, through routine exam. And they said I suffered from it because I would sleep at night and didn't realize I would stop breathing. My heart would speed up
1: and Mm -hmm. damage
2: my kidneys. So I do see my doctor every six months and do my blood work, but it was due to sleep apnea. and, uh,
0: And, And was your sleep apnea, I'm just asking, due to a weight problem?
2: No, it's not weight. Uh, no, just, I just asked. Did uh, it?
0: Be, did it? Did it? Because most people who suffer from, uh, I shouldn't say most. A lot of people who suffer from sleep apnea are overweight.
2: No, I wasn't oh, overweight. Okay. I just had some issues from jaws, and they had yeah. to reconstruct my jaw so I could wow. breathe. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I. Had, I. Uh. They, when I when I did the weight loss procedure, I had to take a sleep apnea test. And, um, when, and when I lost the weight, the sleep apnea went away. Uh, and so that's why I, I, I brought it up and, and, and I even had a surgeon suggest, well, we can get rid of the sleep apnea by, uh, like you did by operation by surgery, surgery. Oh no, no, no. My, 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 my throat, my voice (laughs) is my livelihood. I'm not about ready to risk that, Yeah. But but uh, how are you doing now, though?
2: Good. I, I watch my weight. I watch what I eat. Uh, I get my blood work done. My A1C is uh, five point two. I'm not a diabetic. I watch my phosphorus and my potassium intake, and I've been consistent over the last eight years through medication and diet.
0: And your so advice to good. people listening who, right now.
2: Get your checkups. um, Go to your doctor. Uh, If you don't have a, a nephrologist, if you have kidney issues, get you a good nephrologist and challenge them. Every medicine they give you, go into your doctor with questions and ask those questions and make sure you get clear, concise answers and, you know, follow the regimen that they give you. And if it's not working, seek another well,
0: I, I hear you, it's and thank you, good advice, time. man, and thank you, <laughs> you guys please, and, and I do mean this seriously, this is, this is the best use, this is one of the best uses for talk radio, it really is. Alvin from uh, Texas, first time caller, Alvin, thank you for, for calling, go ahead.
3: Yes, good morning, Mr. Madison, I... Good morning. I'm a Navy veteran, and I was exposed to uh, depleted uranium during the uh, Gulf War, and that's how I developed kidney disease. Mm. Yes, and um, that was back in the early 90s. Uh, I never had high blood pressure. I'm a black male, and when I go to the doctor, they just see me as a black male with high blood pressure. That's why I developed kidney disease. They don't look at the other cause of it. My, my, you know, they don't look at my complete history. Dealing with this condition. When well, From when that,
0: did you and how did you find out, Alvin, uh, about through, uh, about the cause? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: about about the what now? I'm sorry. The cause. What caused it? Oh, they, well, through through my own reading, I'll, you know, because when I, when it, when they first discovered this, I had no idea I was um had been exposed to to a depleted uranium. I found this out years later that you know exposure to that. Can cause kidney disease. Now, in the early nineties, when he diagnosed me, they also found out that I was on, i was born with only one kidney. So that, oh wow, was an, was an issue. But prior to prior to my um, me uh, going to the golf, well, I had no health problems, no high blood pressure. So you know, I was taking care of myself, and right now I'm at the point where I'm at. Between stage three and four kidney disease. So uh, I'm doing pretty good.
0: What about the uh, now what was the how has the has the VA lived up to its
3: obligation to you? With uh disability compensation, yes. It was a hard road getting it, but uh, I, I did get it eventually. And uh I do see the doctors at the VA. Uh and uh, they follow it pretty good, but it just. But for me, the big problem is, is they're not looking at the causes of I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think the treatment would be any different because of the just Oh yeah, right. Completely uh, yeah, arraigning. understand. Right. Yeah. So the, the course of treatment would be the same, but they haven't really pinpointed the type of kidney disease that I have. And which, huh. which is a concern to me. So, and well, yeah. and they can't really pinpoint it because they can't do a kidney biopsy. That's the only way to do it. And since I only have one kidney, I'm at high risk. So that's why they decided not, not to do a kidney biopsy. So that's where I'm at
2: with this.
0: <laughs> but I'm not but on dialysis. I wonder how many it's a military, you know, veterans may have been exposed to the same thing that are listening. And and uh I I mean I don't yeah. know I I just wonder. I just wonder. Um, Me too. I've often wondered the same thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. I appreciate but, hey. it.
3: Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 that, that was it. I just want to call in and maybe I'm glad. Yeah. I'm you know, glad just in my did. experience, maybe somebody else, you know, that's right, yeah. Has
0: more- May, they might, might have more experience about it. Jeff from Texas, a couple of minutes before we get to the top of the hour. Go ahead, Jeff.
4: Hey, good morning, Joe. This is Jeff Harris. Uh, I'm a 22-year Army veteran. I'm in the chair right now at Dallas, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And my demise um, was due to hypertension over the years in the military. And, um, you know, I was a Special Forces guy, and usually— uh, their answer and the antidote for a lot of things was uh Multrin, eight hundred milligrams. One of the worst things you can take, period, because they're hard on the kidney. Uh, I had a kidney transplant. Uh one of my army brothers had transplanted uh gave me a kidney back in two thousand and four. It lasted about eight or nine years, and uh I've been back on dialysis since two thousand eleven. Now the VA, um first detected it, and and they gave me a call one night and told me I I needed to come in, and I was like, what's the issue? And I said, bad news don't get better with time, and they told me it was my kidneys. Uh, One of the things I want to hit on, Joe, before I let you go and keep you short, is that um, we're the highest rate of um, kidney failure due to hypertension and diabetes, but we're the lowest rate as far as getting transferred. Uh, transplant. Transplant. As as you know,
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. You're, you know, thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because it, it is absolutely right. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.